Lake Effect brings you conversations about what's happening in Milwaukee and the people, places, and organizations that shape our community. This is Lake Effect Spotlight from WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR. The Milwaukee Public Museum is getting a new home and new and reimagined exhibits. Plans and designs have slowly been unveiled, and we now know more about the five exhibition galleries for the future museum. They are called Time Travel, Wisconsin Journey, Milwaukee Revealed, Living in a Dynamic World, and Rainforest, which includes a rooftop terrace and a butterfly greenhouse. WUWM's Eddie Morales asked MPM President and CEO Ellen Sensky about what guests will find familiar and what they'll discover for the first time when the new museum opens by early 2027. How has it been over this span of about two and a half months unveiling these five galleries? What has been the overall excitement levels or a reception to that? I think that the overall reception was really positive to this, um, which is not unlike what we had hoped and expected because we've been listening to the community for the past two years and we continue to listen and really gathering, digging deep into what is it about this place that they love and making sure that we capture that in the new galleries. Um, so we've been very happy that it's been overwhelmingly positive. People have been excited to see some of the old favorites making it over, and but yet interpreting them in a new, exciting way. So So I think that overall, we're very glad to get this behind us to really show the public what direction we're headed in. And of the five galleries revealed, which ones were designed with some of the most consideration of public feedback? Well, I would I would actually say that all of them have been designed with that public feedback. Of course, the streets of old Milwaukee had the most feedback. Um, so that clearly was top of mind for everybody. And from the beginning, we really had this objective in mind to really understand what is it about the streets that you love. And so we were able to put that into the new, what we're calling the spiritual successor to the streets. And that's Milwaukee Revealed, right? Correct. And yeah, what can people expect then with Milwaukee Revealed? Like what will be familiar and are, is there anything that won't make it over? And for what reasons would that not make it over to the new um, space? So the the Milwaukee Revealed is a whole new exhibit, but it is capturing the essence of what people love about the streets of old Milwaukee, which is when you dig deep, what that is, is they like that immersive experience that takes them to a different place and time. And what we are doing with the new Milwaukee Revealed is expanding the time frame for Milwaukee. So the streets covers less than a 10-year period. We're expanding this to actually be able to tell stories that cover the entire history of Milwaukee so that we can be, we can utilize our collections better and we can be more, um, have more stories in it. But we are creating that same immersive environment that transports you to some other time. Something that people would be able to look forward to in Milwaukee Revealed would be still having a shop there, right? Oh, yeah. You mean the candy store? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. There will be a candy store and it'll be a bit, little bit bigger so that you can get more than one or two people in at a time. Um, granny will come over. I'm not going to tell you where Granny will be. Um, but, it, you know, so some of those old favorites will be there. You'll just have to find them. 
And what are some of the other familiar exhibits that's in the current museum? How will guests be able to rediscover those things in the future museum? So we have been throughout this process as we've kind of, each time we go a little bit deeper into the design process and get a little more detail, each of those times we've looked, we've toured and had the exhibit designers have been touring the exhibits and saying, ah, well, this fits and this fits and this fits. So that what we want to do is create an experience where when you walk in, you feel there's familiarity, but it's new and exciting too. I believe that probably just about any object that you is your favorite, it will be in the new museum, but it will be in the new museum in some form on display. Um, the big things are, you know, the Taurus or when you enter into the third planet exhibit will now be featured. And one of our reasons for featuring that is it's our only actual dinosaur skeleton. And so we wanted to highlight that and also talk about the research that we've done on that. So that will make it over. Um, of course, we just revealed the, the butterflies. They'll come over and be on the top of the building. Our rainforest will come over in some form. So um, so I, there will be a lot of familiarity with some new also. Yeah, and some of that new will be coming from things that just haven't been brought up from the collection. Can you speak to anything that people will be able to discover for the first time in the future museum? A lot, because what we are doing right now, our collections are in the basement and on four, five, and six in this building, and those are not accessible to the public. So the collections will now be next to the exhibit floors so that you'll be able to view into the collections and see a whole lot more of what we have in collections, but also what we do with those collections. So you'll get peeks into labs. Um, but so there will be, it's like making the collection storage area now part of the exhibits. So that will be something very different from what you get right now in this museum. There was one thing, and I believe this was in the time travel gallery, the first gallery that was unveiled. I can't remember what it was exactly, but it was something that was in the collection that was it was pretty exciting to see that it was going to be available. Do you remember what that was? Yeah, so we, um, we have this 500 million year old, so half a billion year old, large sandstone slab. And that has tracks across it. And those tracks are evidence of the first creatures that came out of the water and walked out on land. And that has been, we didn't get that that long ago, within the last 10 years, but that has been in storage. And we really wanted to feature it because it's such a spectacular specimen. And so that will be um, on display in the new museum. So there are, you know, a number of those kinds of things whether they'll be on permanently or not, that's the other thing we will be doing. Um, the new museum is being designed in a way that we can rotate things through in a much more easy fashion, um, which you can't do in this museum. And that's better for those collections and it's better for our for our visitors because they get to see different things when they come to the museum each time. What is it about the current space that makes it difficult to be able to rotate the items? Uh, because they were built to be permanent and to not have rotation. So 
you can't get into the into them. Um, and so you can't rotate out or the way they were built. So we're building things in a way that will allow a little more rotation. So if we look at something like the um, the new Milwaukee Reveal, that clothing shop that will be in that will be designed in a way that number one, you'll be able to go into it. But number two, we'll be able to change out the clothing. We have this amazing textile collection that has textiles that span through time and span across countries. And so we'll be able to every so often change out and show you maybe it's clothing from the 1899 to 1905. And then the next time it's clothing from the 60s. And so we'll be able to to change out. And that, that will just be um, easier for us to do, but also better for those collections. Having them on display is it's hard on the collections. Having them in light all the time is damaging. So like I said, we'll be designing ways that we can easily do that. You're listening to Lake Effect on WUWM. I'm Eddie Morales, speaking with Ellen Sensky, President and CEO at the Milwaukee Public Museum. Um, How will the new museum utilize technology without filling exhibitions and areas with screens? Some of the things that I think people are concerned about when it comes to just modern museums in general. Right. So um, I love that our exhibit designers have said that the technology for them is really magic. So it's creating the experiences, it's using lighting, it's using the sounds, it's using even the smells to create these experiences in the new museum. And it's using the the screens in a way that they melt into the background and become the background, as opposed to being a screen that you're looking at. So this exhibit team, many of them came out of theater and went into exhibit design. So they're using all of that that theater background to create these immersive environments that place you in that without having it be a screen. Uh, what are some of the next steps in the project timeline for the new museum? Well, we are, uh, you know, we still have a long road ahead of us. This is a long, long project. So Um, We are continuing to hone in in terms of exhibits. Now we're into what are the specific stories in each of these exhibits and in each of these cases. What specific objects will be shown in each of these? For the building, we're really coming down to the scale, you know, what's we're we're looking at things like what's the material that's going to be in this space what's the material you know that's going to be on this wall how many lights are there going to be in this gallery so we're really getting into the specifics and then we also have um we have to move 4 million objects it's a massive project to move 4 million objects so and we've already started into that process but it's we have to create inventories we have to assess all the collections because one thing we don't want is we want to make sure that when we move the collections they arrive in the same condition as when they left because these are priceless objects so inventory barcode pack you know there's a lot of that work and it's so it's a lot of work to do that we still have coming down the road and the one thing I want to make sure that people understand is this this is going to take a long time. 
because it's unlike any other kind of building project, because not only are we designing a building and building that, but we're also designing and building the exhibits that go in. And at, at some point, we're going to have a building that looks like you should be able to walk into it. But it's only at that point when we can start to ex install exhibits and move collections. So there's still going to be a long, a long time in that process. And we hope everybody will be patient because we're not sitting around doing nothing. There's a lot of work going on to get this, um, to bring it to fruition. And there is an estimated time for construction and, and opening, right? And what is that exactly? So we expect to have shovels in the ground by early next year and then to open in late 26 or early 27. Um, and we will definitely keep everybody appraised of when we're going to um, start start moving moving things over to the new museum. So you have plenty of time. We'll give you plenty of warning. Has there been an increase of guests coming in and asking a lot of questions or trying to see things before uh, the move happens to the future museum? Um, you know, there, there are people here that were moving and they think it's happening tomorrow. And so they want to come in for their one last visit. And we tell them that they can have many one last visits. And people are coming in to see their favorites. So we still have a long way to go. Ellen, thank you so much for joining me. You're welcome. Thank you for asking. Ellen Sensky is the president and CEO of the Milwaukee Public Museum. She spoke with WUWM's Eddie Morales. You can find more information about the future plans for the museum at wuwm.com. You can find more interviews like this one by visiting wuwm.com slash lake effect. And while you're there, subscribe to the Lake Effect Spotlight podcast.